0: You're now listening to the co-op podcast on thecoalition.com.
1: good afternoon ladies and gentlemen and welcome to a special monday edition of the co-op podcast i'm your host Richard Billy jr and today i'm joined by mr gary a swaby how's it going gary
2: hey what's up we're a day late but we still had to get the show done because we always get the job done so
0: we're here
1: absolutely um we're also joined by mr jake james lugo how's it going mr lugo
0: I'm doing good. Uh, E3 was pretty damn fun not so long ago. I'm still on the high from it, but I'm here, ready to talk some game news and a whole bunch of other stuff.
1: Absolutely. And we're also joined by Miss Dana Abercrombie. How's it going, Dana?
3: It's going great.
1: That's good. So, uh, yeah, I would like to apologize to everybody that was uh, looking forward to a show yesterday. Uh, I had a lot of articles, so on and so forth some interviews as well, so I needed some more time to really you know, make some progress on that. But uh, we definitely are back for a new episode. Uh, There isn't really too many topics to get into, but there are some important things to discuss, so we're going to definitely dive into all that today. Uh, But before we do any of that, we're going to talk about what we have been playing. So, Dana, how about you start us off and let us know what you've been playing or what you've been up to?
3: I have been still playing The Incredibles LEGO labeled incredible, um, a finished unravel, very beautiful story, beautiful game, much like the sequel, a little bit too much like, not the sequel, uh, the, the original, the first part of the series, but, um, cute games, that's all.
1: Sounds good, yes, so, uh,
0: that you guys could check out uh i got a chance to play a lot for i want to say almost like a week and a half to two weeks of a blaze blue cross tag battle which has a review now on the website is one of our latest more recent reviews uh it's pretty interesting especially if you love blaze blue if you love persona 4 arena it's done by arc system works it has a couple other characters from other properties including ruby you know from rooster teeth which kind of random i know but a little bit of a fun addition it's a four-way Uh, crossover with about four different series and uh, it has some good stuff that's cool about it but it has a lot of other cons that i felt needed to be talked about but got a chance to check that out also got a chance to review icy which is over on the website right now as well that's another like anime-esque type of game but that one's more of like a metroidvania with a lot of fourth wall breaking that i didn't think was all that great it has a couple issues here and there and then finally i i kind of discovered over the last couple days i played fortnite on uh, the Nintendo Switch, and I discovered that it's not really for me. I mean, it's really a a thing that's, like, really popular right now, but unfortunately for me, even though I love FPSs, I I have a lot of fun playing first-person shooters, uh, whether they're competitive or otherwise. Fortnite just didn't really click with me. I thought it was just all right. It was whatever. So I kind of played it for about an hour or so, and I was like, okay, I think I'm good. But that's pretty much what I've been playing as of late.
1: Sounds good. Uh, And I think that Gary
2: need to play with them so they're going to get me at some point
1: yeah fair, 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 fair enough I, I i have played it but i have not played the battle royale when they made that up there are people i know that have it so we'll see um but yes gary what have you been playing for this week
2: um so i've been playing a few things of course overwatch is one of them uh there's not much going on right now in terms of events and stuff in the game but, you know, I'm st- I've still been playing competitive with friends and stuff like that. Um, oh, and I, act- I actually uh, also got it for PS4 as well to play with some other friends. But I have to say, i um, sorry to be, you know, a PC snob right now. But that PS4 version in comparison to the PC version is just, it is, it's, it's not great, in my opinion. Um, and Going from playing Overwatch for two years with keyboard and mouse to PS4 controller is very, very hard. Like the controls seem like really weird to me. Like, you know, I'm on, on console. Um, and also like the graphics are just not as smooth. Um, it's a very beautiful game. So like because I'm so used to seeing it, you know, um at high graphical like, you know, uh setting, it's like seeing it on console and it's kind of scaled back like it's not as defined and everything it's a it's a bit off-putting but still you know it's cool that i'm now going to be able to play with you know a, a whole bunch of other people that i never got to really play it with before and i'm hoping that you know i'll get to explain to uh, a few of my th- friends like what overwatch is all about and why you know why there's such hype about it and why i love it so much so being able to share that experience with more people is is you know that's the that's the real reason I got the game on PS4. So that's cool. Um and I've also been playing um Assassin's Creed Origins. I haven't got too much further in it, but um it's decent, man. It's so far it's decent. I feel like the story takes a long time to to develop. Um and also I feel like the modern day storyline is very like it's, it's it's not needed it's unnecessary at this point like not much really happens it's just the random woman who's who's in the uh what's the machine called again can't remember that the animus or whatever it's called um it's just a random woman in a tomb in the animus and like every now and then you get a cutscene about her and you have to do like a puzzle or something like that but it, it really adds nothing to the overall story at all. So it's like, why even add it? Like, it's it's a bit weird. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm just really playing it to get ready for Odyssey because Odyssey looks like it's going to be pretty incredible. I think they're going to really evolve on what they, they made with Origins. So um, I'm looking forward to playing Odyssey when that comes out. Uh, I've also been playing Elder Scrolls Online, which I got to play with a former Coalition staffer, David Jagnor, because, you know, he's covering the game as well. Uh, That game is really good. It's it's impressing me, man. Like, I didn't know it was that rich in content. Like, it, it really is like playing an Elder Scrolls game. It's like playing Skyrim, but it's just, you know, obviously it's not as graphically advanced, but it's it's still along the same lines in terms of what you can do, um, and it, it's a really fun experience. Like if you've got people to play with, I think that's a, a, a it's a really good MMO. It seems like it's, there's tons of value in there as well. So um, yeah, I definitely I highly recommend Elder Scrolls Online to people who are who want to play like a, a really hardcore fantasy RPG that's online as well. Um, And I've also been playing Final Fantasy 7, the original version on PC. Um, So, yeah, uh, I'll have a lot to say on, on some of our topics a little later. But that's pretty much what I've been playing.
1: Oh, yeah. So I got to give you a shout out, Gary, because uh, you
2: fit in like 15 minutes and half an hour or something wherever I can. So I feel like I can play more that way if I just fit it in where I can oh yeah hey I, I i
1: totally understand that very quickly as for me uh i haven't really too i actually just received that today so i haven't really had a chance to play it it is downloaded so i will be playing that right after we finish recording tonight's show you know we have that and then we also have uh Nier automata on xbox which is also coming out tomorrow um i did play it on playstation 4 last year so I definitely wanna try out try it out on the Xbox One, see how this edition is, since it is supposedly the definitive edition, as they said. But um, yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much it though. But yeah, I will have a lot more to say next week because uh I have a ton of things that I will be playing in addition to the stuff that I already spoke about. So stay tuned for that. But um that concludes what we have been playing. So uh we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna jump right into the main topics and to segue off of what Gary mentioned with Final Fantasy VII, uh, there was a bit of a update. Well, I don't know if you really want to call it an update regarding Final Fantasy VII Remake. So um, according to a—and re- the most interesting thing about this discussion, obviously, Final Fantasy VII Remastered Conference, old, oh, they announced the game too early. And um, that, you know, it's still in development alongside Kingdom Hearts three. But obviously, Kingdom Hearts 3, we already know that's coming out January of next year. Uh, we don't have any release date or any update, really, regarding Final Fantasy seven Remastered. So, obviously, that's probably going to take a lot longer than we anticipated. But um, I guess I just wanted to get you guys quick thoughts on what he said regarding uh, Final Fantasy seven Remake and whether or not you agree or disagree that the game definitely was announced uh, too early. So... Gary, how about you start us
2: off? Um, yeah, I've got two things to say on that. Um, in terms of them announcing it too early, uh, yeah, I, I, th- I feel like they did, but I feel like Sony was also kind of leaning on them to make the announcement too, because, you know, of course, that year when it was announced was when, you know, they had that really crazy press conference and Sony just wanted to shock the world. So I think Sony was kind of, you know, leaning on them a little bit too, and probably nudging them a little bit to to give them that that exclusive announcement and everything. But um, yeah, I think you know if they would have had it their way, they they might not have released it so soon. Um, and also the fact that No More is saying this now, I truly believe that we we're not going to see this game until next gen now. Like just the fact that he's saying it, like because obviously. He he knows that it's going to take them some more years to to develop the game, um. So I I don't think we'll we're either going to see it at the very end of the PS4 lifecycle, and then uh then they'll probably like have a re remake on the the next system, or they're just going to put it on the next system, or it's going to release on both or something like that, you know, um. But yeah, uh definitely too early and also i want to say one thing because I, I know i've been going back and forth on my opinion of this game as well but after playing the original some you know over the past couple of weeks and watching Riku on one stream of final fantasy 7 uh, i really actually don't even want them to make this anymore like i don't i'm not sure i want this game because the the original is a masterpiece. And I feel like they're going to mess it up somehow. Like it, They're going to struggle to recreate that feeling that the original game gives you. Because the original game is such a masterpiece, just the way it's put together for its time. It was way ahead of its time. Um, and just everything about it is perfect. And I don't think they're going to be able to recapture everything you know, and make you feel those same emotions when you play that original game. So I would rather them just make something new, to be honest, like Final Fantasy 16, you know. But um, I mean, when it comes out, I will play it. Don't get me wrong. But I could do without it. Like, I I would rather see new stuff. But that's just me.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I totally understand that. But uh, you really think
2: (laughs) both Sony and Microsoft seem to be rushing into the next gen, despite you know, releasing other systems. So, yeah, I, I, I can see it being next-gen.
1: Hmm. Interesting. All right, Uh Miss Dana Abercrombie, do you have any thoughts on this particular topic?
3: This game is never coming out. They're just there to troll us. But as Gary said, uh next-gen, not even this next-gen, the next-gen after next-gen, so two-gen. It's not coming. And, yeah, they. this is why I don't believe in release dates. You just don't announce a release date. When you have E3, you'd be like, surprise, it's releasing tonight. That's it. That's all you just need to announce. You don't need to say we're working on it. It's a progress. Here's a screenshot. Here's some illustrations. Here's a title. Don't do anything. Just say, oh, look, it's it's available right now. That's it. Because you end up with this, and we're we're waiting. What is this, 20 years now? I don't know. It's ridiculous. Don't say anything no more.
1: Yes. yay! Yeah, I agree. I agree. Absolutely. Um, and as for you, Mr. Lugo, I know you were one of the people, Final Fantasy,
0: uh, you know, when I, I took a victory. To, as far as this stuff is concerned uh I, i've said it a couple times you know off the podcast off camera and stuff and i'll say it on here uh they put themselves in this position because they they're totally right they did announce it very very early and i think that they kind of forced themselves in that position a while back because remember they set themselves up for this when they said that final fantasy 7 was coming to the playstation 4 and that's what originally everybody thought at first and it ended up being the pc port to the PlayStation four of the original game. And then they were kind of like, you know what, like at this point, let, let's just dive headfirst into it, which I'm pretty sure they were planning on quite a long time. But with this one, I think with all the stuff that's come out about cyber connect 2, about the stuff behind the scenes with the development of the game, I think at this point, you're probably not going to see it until next gen because of how long it's taking for this thing, just to get off the ground and just start to get things moving. And I think it has a lot to do with a lot of the resources probably being stretched thin because keep in mind, they got Kingdom Hearts 3 coming around in the corner like ne- uh, in the next like what, six, seven months now at this point because it's coming out in January uh, beginning of next year. And they've been with that development of that game and final fantasy seven remake almost at the same exact time with Nomura kind of bouncing back and forth between the two. And I think at this point also they need to, uh, at least, you know, Nomura at this point has at least had to make a decision of which one to kind of focus on right now and get out first before they move on to the next pro uh, was it next project. They have other games that are also coming down the pipeline that are still not released yet here in the States with the exception of dragon quest 11, which Dragon quest 11 is, is already out already has been out in Japan for quite some time, but it's, it's coming here to the, to the West. So as far as Final Fantasy seven remake is concerned, as far as like the quality of the, of the game, that's going to be in like what it is essentially, unlike Gary and a lot of other people, I actually want this to be remade. Cause I'm actually cool with the remakes that final, uh, was it Square Enix puts out with some of the classic final fantasy games with four probably being a, the best example of that. You know, as far as like reimagining a game to, you know, still be kind of like the same type of context, but like presented in a brand new way. And I think that if anything, Final Fantasy VII is the game out of the entire series that really deserves that. But, A lot of the decisions that we've heard over time when it came to like the game being episodic and all this other stuff, I think that's where Square Enix kind of lost their way. And maybe that's why a lot of this stuff has been happening behind the scenes and why it's taking so long, because maybe they're experiencing a really big course correction. Maybe instead of it being episodic, which I hope it's not, maybe they're going back to that one disc type of game and having it still be a big game a la Final Fantasy 15 we won't know because obviously they haven't really been clear about that but hopefully maybe at tokyo game show later this year maybe at playstation experience you know because surprisingly me you and even max when we were at e3 we kept saying that maybe we might see this during like the playstation conference or even during the square enix conference and we got none of that which was kind of surprising so who knows at this point
1: i agree i agree yeah we'll just have- I'm, I'm curious to, to know what's going to happen with this project. And, you know, with Kingdom Hearts 3, now we do know that's coming out. So it, maybe yeah, eventually it, it will eventually come out. But, uh, yeah, it's going to definitely be a while before all that happens. Um, so uh,
3: At 11.59 p.m., they're going to announce that the game is delayed.
0: I would not Tell- put it past them. I would not put it past them. That's exactly what happened with Final Fantasy Fifteen, And we all swore <laughs> up and down that we would not get that. It looked exactly what happened.
1: So, 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 so you're saying it, you, you I honestly believe
0: that if they come out and say that they have to delay the game, even by like another month or something, people are going to riot. Like they've been waiting on this game for so long and the fan base for kingdom hearts is so rabid and like really over the top sometimes that at this point it it just be like, I I think it'd be a very bad PR move or optically wise, just to do something like that, even though they might need it, but who knows, you know, it's been weird because there's still some worlds that they announced that they showed like concept art for a while back that we haven't seen yet in any of the teasers, which I find always interesting, but we'll hopefully they stick to the date this time.
1: We'll see. We'll see about that. All right, let, let's move on to the next topic. Uh, so this is a topic that, uh, I'm pretty sure that Gary, it's going to definitely appeal to Gary. Now, obviously this game is on console. Well, the last game is all consoles.
2: Uh, definitely the first game and you know they always uh put out grand theft auto on a you know on on pc as well even if it's after the console release and uh they have a a huge community of people on pc who who like those games so uh you know it doesn't make sense to to not release it because you're missing out on a a sum of money just by not doing it so uh, i truly believe that we'll see this game on pc uh, it might be a few months later or a year later, maybe, but um, we're eventually we are going to see, you know, Red Dead Redemption two come to PC, and uh, I'll I'll be waiting for it. You know, I'll definitely be waiting. Um, my I wish it would release on you know the same day as consoles because that would save me a ton of money because I would just get the PC version. You know. um, and also, um, like I, I like that now we're starting to get more and more games that are coming to pc as well because i find myself playing console much less which means by the time the new consoles roll out i'm going to be saving money then too because i probably won't even need to buy them so yeah um, i'm all for this
1: absolutely i understand that uh what, what are your thoughts on this topic dana
3: Guys, it's LinkedIn. That's funny. Someone slipped up on LinkedIn. Um, yay, for those who have PC and is waiting for the game. Um, I'm not sure as, as 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 other people are as a following a LinkedIn page, but especially from a developer who's no longer with the company. But if that's happening, then good good for you guys. Um, I think it's great, you know, and like Gary did say, I don't think it's going to come right away. I think you guys are going to have to wait a little bit, which is unfortunate. It would be nice. If it would, you know, release at the same date as every, everyone else's platform. But good for those who play on PC.
1: Absolutely. Uh, how about you, Mr. Lugo? Any thoughts on uh, Red
0: Dead coming to PC? Uh, not much. I think it still happens around release, but either way. I think it's a cool thing. I think also that maybe Rockstar, Rocks, or yeah, Rockstar, or a couple of the other companies are going to be a little bit much more stingy about people putting stuff on their LinkedIn because it's always something like this that we hear that usually kind of breaks out big news that comes later on.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, I did game captain.
2: Uh, one episode i still need to finish that actually uh, i definitely want to finish it at some point it's just you know the time investment and because uh, like you have i have to like it's like a two hour block to to beat an episode so it's like you know i have to really have my schedule cleared before i get into a game like that but um i definitely do want to you know play through this series i know there's they got the spin-off ones as well which look interesting i'm not sure about the one with the little kid but uh, the, the other one looked pretty interesting. um. So, yeah, I mean, this is exciting. I know that a lot of people love Life is Strange. So, you know, it's got a, a big fan base. So for all those people, it's good to hear that they're finally getting Life is Strange too, because I know a lot of people have been waiting uh, for this game for a long time. So, yeah.
1: Absolutely. You know, I, one thing I will add is, you know, I don't know when I went to the point to, season two are you looking forward to it uh what are your thoughts
3: yeah it's really one of those those games that you get really invested in and yeah, i hope i'm very excited for it but i just really hope that um i know it's five episodes but i hope that they launch quicker than they did the uh first season because it took a lot a while for them to get all those episodes out there but um overall i think it's really good i'm excited for it i don't want to get too excited until I play it but i'm excited that they they have the second um season and the fact that um awesome adventures of captain spirit that looked really interesting i know i know it's a very heavy story adventure game and it just looked really captivating and i think that comes out tomorrow i'm gonna say so i'm really excited for that and i know that it connects to um season two so it has something you know for us to tie over into the season, the next season launches. So I'm excited for it. I'm happy.
1: Oh yeah. Um, it, 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 it was originally supposed to come out out
0: tomorrow for free. shit eventually but uh tonight i'm actually going to be playing adventures of captain Spear because i'm already downloading it which is pretty yeah. cool and i'm glad that it's free it kind of like you could look at this as kind of like a life is strange 2 demo almost in a sense because they're just kind of putting it out there and they're saying that it leads into certain stuff with life is strange 2 which is interesting nonetheless. what i'm also curious about is why they didn't announce it at e3 because i think it would have been cool to announce that and then also say you know what you do with captain spirit also leads into life is strange too i'm very surprised they didn't do that but maybe they had a couple other reasons for not doing so especially during the square enix conference which i thought was interesting remember we got this like about a week and change after e3 it would have been an even cooler uh little uh was it piece of news to have with the square enix conference because a lot of people weren't really all that uh, keen on what square enix had showed They're during their conference. Even though they got new announcements, they had The Quiet Man and they had a couple other stuff as well, besides what was already shown at the previous other conferences for Xbox and PlayStation. But uh, for Life is Strange 2, I think it's going to be cool. I think it's going to be great. Uh, I'm really curious to see where they're going to go from the ending of Life is Strange 1 or at least what kind of stuff we can expect from Captain Spirit or what it's going to give to us that kind of eases us in to whatever Life is Strange 2 is going to be at the very start. Uh, There's a lot of theories going around. I know Tatiana had put a couple uh, things in her review that she had mentioned. And she was kind of saying like, yo, there's some cool little things. Maybe I got some theories about it that might be interesting that relate to the second game. So uh, again, I'm really curious to see how this all plays out. I can't wait to play it tonight.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, I, I, I agree. You know, like I said, you know, all, all all the rest of season one, so on and so forth. So we'll see. All right. So I believe now we can move on to the next topic. And and this this particular topic is uh, that pretty much going along as planned in regards to the game's development. Um, so, Gary, uh, I got to go to you first because, you know, for some reason, you know.
2: Um, <laughs> Showing this game for like five years now, it's still not out, you know. So it's like at this point, it's like, what the hell is going on? Um, you know they 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 made a point to to hype up cloud gaming when they first showed it, and now there's no mention of that anymore. Um, so yeah, I, I just don't know what's going on with this. Um, I mean, it it makes sense that the original developer left, like because whenever games are prolonged like this, it you know usually it is something internal where uh, the the original director has you know kind of left or moved on. Like we see this a lot with Square Enix, for example. So um, it does make a lot of sense that there's some things going on in the background and that's what's affecting the game. But, you know, uh, I don't know. I feel like, you know, um, I feel like at E3 this year, they either should have shown a lot more in like, because I don't even feel like we've gotten a huge game, game like uh, gameplay demo of this to see what it, what it's actually like and where it's at. You know, so it's like we don't even know what to expect at this point. And at E3, they didn't really show too much of, you know, what's changed or what, you know, what direction the game is and everything. Like, I feel like they need to do like a full-on, maybe like a 10-minute a minimum gameplay demo just to show us what is this game, what state is the game in now, and what can we actually expect? Because, you know, at the moment, it's just, I'm I'm just full of doubt in terms of this game. And until I see something that's you know um captivating or something that that makes me want to get excited for it i'm not going to because we've been seeing this game repeatedly and we're no step closer to actually getting it so yeah i mean that's all i can really say about it
1: no i i it, well i i totally understand that that point of view uh, one thing i will say before i move on to the next person i maybe say say some more a little bit later um It, it didn't look like it was a bad game. It looked like it needed some more polish. Uh, we haven't really seen how it looks at, as of late. You know, we saw the trailer. There was some gameplay in that trailer, but I do agree. I like a full product, it turns out. But uh, if they had issues, it's, it's totally fine. Microsoft, well, it, pretty much any company has had issues with a lot of developers. So that's, that's expected in this business. Everyone doesn't uh, have a hit or create an amazing game. And there are certain hurdles you have to go through with development. I know they had mentioned before the engine that they were using, they had to really learn more about that because they didn't really know everything that they needed to know to make this game a certain way that they wanted to make it. So we just have to see what happens. But at the end of the day, if the final product is great, no one will care that it was delayed. But uh, again, Dana, do you have any thoughts on this particular news regarding Crackdown 3? (laughs)
3: <laughs> this thing game is a joke. It's a joke by now. Um, from what the footage that they showed us was just, I, I felt nothing. It was just Terry Crews yelling at things. Um, I think they only have 10 minutes of the game probably completed. So there goes your demo, Gary. But, oh gosh, um, this is not a good thing, but I don't just release the game. Just get it done and over with, or just kill it completely. That's all.
1: Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see.
0: Really much for me to be honest with you. I mean, it, it is what it is. I mean, they're not they're clearly not done or at least there's stuff that they got to iron out before the game comes out. Uh, I'm curious to know if anybody that we know of, and of any other outlet has had a behind closed doors demo of this game yet or has seen it behind closed doors because I don't remember any of that happening at E3 unless I miss them because I know you saw more Xbox stuff than anybody else when we were out there.
1: Yeah, I the only stuff that yeah the Xbox showcase event I went to that that game wasn't even on the floor. You know the the, the games that got the most attention, uh, Forza Horizon Four, uh, Ori and the Blind, and I mean in the Will of the Wisp, uh, and then a lot of third party titles like the Division Two. A lot of people was taking center stage with that Kingdom Hearts Three stuff like that. And then of
0: course... Nothing away from from the actual Xbox showcase, nothing away from the floor, like, you know, and behind closed door presentation anywhere else?
1: Oh, no. Um, Because when I did go in there, you know, it's very specific. You know, you could have gotten an appointment, but the only appointments that were available to get that were away from that area, it was to see the same game. So I'm not sure if they did have someone else there or another opportunity to see the game there, but I'm pretty sure that they're going to probably have something at Gamescom, I'm assuming, um, because I think it's, it gives them a little bit more time. Uh, it's closer to the fall. Uh, That's the next I big
0: think. show as far as like bigger than E3 that would be concerned as far as like showing stuff or or at least maybe a Paris Games Week. But I, I'm not so sure if something like Crackdown would be shown at like Paris Games Week. That's a lot of more European developers and stuff like that, because the, the studio developing this one is not European, right? It's American based, right? Yeah, as far as you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I don't think I think probably Gamescom will probably be the only other show this year, at least to see that game before it supposedly comes out in February, right? That's what they
1: say, February twenty nineteen. Um, I thought maybe, maybe, maybe uh, PAX, but I I, I, I I don't know about that. No, I sincerely um,
0: doubt it. I I don't think something like that would get revealed or at least shown in a much more bigger capacity like that. And besides yeah. PAX, if, if you're talking about PAX West, I don't think so. Really. Because normally even then, I would say like something like a PAX East, because I know I've gone to PAX East events where they've shown games that are like fairly new that they have like a big showing there right before they come out. But PAX East is already after Crackdown Three is supposedly coming out. And I don't think that they would really show that at Pax West. And to me, it's be like way too soon.
1: Yeah. So it so it, it definitely would have to be If it if it was Gamescom, that would be the best, the next best bet. Um, Obviously, Forza will be what they show a lot of at Gamescom because a lot of that audience is there as well. Um, But I mean, yeah, we we just have to wait and see. I mean, I I don't really like I said. um, I have nothing but positive things to say about Xbox after seeing their conference. You know, obviously, there's a lot more to what I will say about that in the future. But um, I mean, for the most part. crackdown we'll see how it turns out uh i know that i was not a fan i've seen state of decay i'm gonna say state of decay as well as sea of thieves i from the moment that i saw sea of thieves i was like you know what i don't like this game i'm not really feeling this game and then when i tried the beta it just was not i was not into that game whatsoever state of decay too i still want to get that game so i i will give still give a, a game a chance but um Crackdown, I'll I'll wait and see what happens with Crackdown. We have to wait and see whether or not it's, it's a wise move, but I will say, glad they didn't cancel the game because they've already canceled enough games this generation, in my personal opinion. So we'll see what happens. But yes, any final thoughts before we move on to our main topic for this evening? Yes, so of course the main topic and this day is right on the same subject it was god of war and as i've already mentioned number one state of decay two
2: mpds so that that's that's great for them man you know state of decay two i'm not sure how they, they calculate these numbers in terms of you know game pass or actual sales or whatever but regardless it's great that they got a game at number one you know um so that, that that's that's cool for them. I hope people are enjoying State of Decay 2. It uh, looks like a lot of fun from from everything I've been hearing. So yeah, that that's that's cool for them. In terms of everything else on the list, um I'm I'm glad there's no Call of Duty or, you know, um well 2K is at number 10, so I can't even say that, but yeah, like it's it's a pretty diverse list and that's a good thing, you know. I'm surprised Far Cry 5 is still doing so well. Um And Grand Theft Auto V, we know that's going to be there. Donkey Kong is good to see, you know, a Nintendo game in there too. Um, And yeah, I mean, everything else seems on point in terms of that top 10. Um, And as for like God of War in Detroit, I expected Detroit to be, you know, maybe number two because that's like the most recent game that came out for PS4, but in terms of popularity i guess god of war is a step above you know uh detroit um because you know people love kratos people love greek lore and everything and, and norse mythology and stuff like that so uh, i can see why that's slightly more popular um but yeah i mean you know one two and three you know um those are still good slots for you know both god of war and detroit so you can't yeah it's not like you can you can judge the quality of the game by the, this list. You know, that's two completely separate things. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a good list, man. It's a good MPD list. I think, um, I think everything kind of deserves to be there, which is cool. Uh, well, I mean, I can't, I can't speak too much for state of decay. Cause I, you know, I haven't really played it. It's not my type of game, but um, you know, it seems like people are enjoying it though. And that's the main thing.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, I I do have some more thoughts, but before I do that...
0: There is a couple things I'm a little surprised that are lower on the list. Like, I'm surprised uh, Chief Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection is not closer to maybe, like, close to the top 10 spots. You know, maybe not in the top 10 spots, but a little bit much more edging closer to that. But everything else I'm totally fine with. Again, I'm like Gary. I really can't speak to State of Decay uh, or State of Decay 2 as far as the quality of it. Again, not really my style of game, and also zombies. But, uh... Kudos to everybody, or at least kudos to all the games that have made it onto the top 20 there. I mean, there's a lot of good ones on here that are, again, surprisingly uh, was it getting a lot of support behind them, which I think is great.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, Dana, a question for you. Now, are you glad that uh, WWE 2K18 is not on this list?
3: Oh, but don't worry. 2K19 is going to be the number one spot. <laughs> <laughs> Ronda Rousey. Um, yes. no, this is, gonna, um, this, oh I'm, I'm ha- like, you said, I would like, you said, um, JJ previously, I was a little bit surprised about street fighter not being higher, but this list looks fine. I'm kind of ups- not upset. I'm just kind of like a- shocked would be the better word surprised that, um, Detroit become human, I think was like popular for like one week and just kind of like fizzled people that i knew was like yeah it's really exciting and then like two weeks or so later was like ah eh, i still play it though you know like that that buzz kind of died down um but other than that yeah everything looks fine to me but yeah don't worry 2K19 it's coming
1: <laughs> <laughs> absolutely all right so just a few things i want to say on the list uh i agree with pretty much everything that, that you all had to say i think the list looks great uh state of decay 2 this is a very big deal for microsoft also a big deal for undead labs because you know microsoft officially owns them now so i think this is good gives them a lot of good confidence you know i know this was an independent team i actually recall uh seeing them at pax east several years ago when they released the original state of decay uh as i knew the community manager that was over there she's no longer there she's working on another project now but um the game had a good response then, so I'm glad to know that the sequel is doing well. As I said, I definitely want to pick it up at some point in time, but uh, you know, I just have to make the time to actually play through it. Um, but I'm glad it is number one. Uh, in regards to God of War in Detroit, I still haven't finished God of War. Uh, one thing I will say is that as far as sales, because last month on MPD it was number one in the response. Um, even though certain subject, and as Gary also pointed out, this does not mean good enough. But overall, I don't have anything, any issues with with, with, how, with this list. You know, once again, congrats to Microsoft for State of Decay 2. Um, and I hope people do continue to support the game as well as other Microsoft.
2: uh i mean what would you guys think will happen on the next mpd because um Uh oh i mean what what came out in june not too much came out right
0: Uh, uh as far as i can think of right now i think there's only like one release i can think of that probably is like somewhat notable in june at least the thing off the top of my head because it's fair it's fairly recent it's the new gundam breaker from Bandai namco because everything else is starting to come out like in the next like month or two that's like really big I have to look at a release schedule to find out, to be honest.
2: I know uh, Crew 2 is coming out, but it's like the end of the month, so I'm not sure. Yeah,
0: if that yeah. that, that, that's coming out right at the... This, this up. Crowd around the, the booth area where that game was. The thing was well, is that they... you couldn't really get inside to actually play it. That's the problem, though. It, it just was weird to me because they had a great display, like a whole bunch of dinosaurs and stuff. <laughs> but however, just trying to get in online to go play that game, it was impossible. They just weren't letting people go play it. Oh, wow.
1: That's unfortunate. Well, 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 Dana, you're you're supposed too, so I'm pretty sure that that'll probably be on this list, right?
3: No, 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 and let me explain why. Look, I was excited. I'm like, yay, The Incredibles! They got The Incredibles two in there. It's Lego. Woo! The game is hot. It's bad. Like it's 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 not good. Like maybe if I was like seven or four maybe 12 at most, I would be like, okay, it's a good game. But it's not good. It's very repetitive, and the st- structure is weird. It goes from the second movie, then it switchbacks over to the first movie, then it splits off in its own little thing. It's just odd. And then the gameplay itself is just not really good. So, no. That was a massive disappointment. No. Yeah. Just no. No.
0: Heads up, like, I just looked now at a release schedule for games that came out in June. There is, in the beginning to June up to now, there isn't really a lot that's, like, really going to impact the MPDs. Most of the stuff that will, in my opinion, happens towards the end of the month, and I don't even think yep. they're going to get included in the June MPDs, because you got Wolfenstein coming out on a Nintendo Switch. you got Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy coming out on a Nintendo Switch. Uh, the only one that I really think that maybe... Uh, does something, or at least you know, people like actually care about, is probably either Nier automata an Xbox one, uh, Xbox One, or Unravel Two. I mean, if, I Unravel- had to really, oh, if I had well, to make an on. educated guess, to be honest.
1: Well, well, hold on. There, there is one. There's one. This is probably going to be number one because of the track record. Mario Tennis is Tennis Aces. Nah,
0: I don't uh-huh. think so. I don't think it breaks You'll, into the top ten like that. To be honest, you with don't, you think,
1: so. Mm. don't think so. Num- I don't think
0: so. Hey, there be people that care about Mario Tennis. I think obviously there's a little following, especially the hardcore Nintendo following, but I don't think it's enough to really break through the top ten like that.
3: And what about the um, is the crew two?
1: Yeah, the the crew two comes that, um,
3: out.
1: Yeah, that, that, that comes out, that comes out on Friday. So that um, you know, that's like pretty much the end of the month. So. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, it, it, I mean, mean, it, it, it still can do – I mean, they have a beta for it now. So I guess if people jump into the beta and they really like the game, then they, they, might, they might pick it up. I mean, I have no up. idea.
0: But hold up. How do the MPDs work then? Like it, it gets counted for the entirety of the month, or is it like a particular point of the month, and then like what's at the end of the month gets counted towards the July MPDs? Like how does that work out?
1: Well, I, 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 I thought it was just the entirety of the month. Um, yeah, I think, I think like just...
2: hy- hypothetically, a game could come out on the last day of the month, and if it sells like millions, it would it would chart basically. I think. Yeah, but, but that you know, obviously, that's not likely to happen because it's like you know, it's one day. Yeah,
1: I I, I think I think you can make a good case for. In uh, in when you talk about God of War, I mean, there's a lot of people that bought that game if they if they they bought it at launch, but then. Word of mouth, and that probably uh, was the start of the next month, which is why it's still at the top of the NPDs. But I think it's only by month. I don't. I don't. I don't think it goes over because I don't know if they've changed that uh, the metric by which they they met. They uh, actually look over this stuff. Um, I don't know. Uh, one final thing I definitely want to say though. I know Dana made the joke about WWE 2K19 being an NPDs, which I'm pretty sure it will be. But I want to say this, and I I am hoping that this happens. I want to say it so that it does happen. Forza Horizon 4, I hope to hell that that charts in October. Because when Forza Horizon 3 came out, NPDs, a couple years ago, I don't recall it being on that list. And I was was very shocked by that because I thought the game was fantastic. Uh, So I would hope that Forza Horizon 4 is going to chart. But, again, this is the same month you have games like Red Dead Redemption 2, Battlefield 5, Call of Duty. Um, The list goes on. And Assassin's Creed Odyssey also. So I am hoping it charts because I want people to actually pick up this game and actually play it because, you know, Playground makes awesome games. So we'll see what happens. But hopefully it does. But, yes. Um, So, yes, finally. Any other thoughts?
3: Yeah, I have one. Go ahead. Sorry, I just want to interject because they just kind of released this, and um, Richard, I know you're going to get really excited. uh oh! Speaking of K nineteen, they released the first thirty-one wrestlers.
1: Oh no! Here we go. (laughs) Let's hear. Let's hear. Let's hear hear how bad this uh, roster is.
3: (laughs) Obviously, AJ Styles. Okay, because he's on the cover. Yeah, Alexa Bliss. I'm shocked. Alicia, Fo- Alicia Fox, I didn't know she was still there. <laughs> Apollo Crews, <laughs> Oscar, Becky Lynch, Big E, Brie Bella, Brock Lesnar, Carmella, um, Cesaro, Charlotte Fleer, Finn Balor, Jeff Hardy, Jinder Mahal, John Cena, Kane, Kofi Kingston, Lana, Matt Hardy, Naomi, Nia Jax, Nikki Bella, Randy Orton, Rusev, Sasha Banks, Seth Rollins, Sin Cara, The Undertaker, Xavier Woods. So that's the first batch.
1: Okay, so I, I just want to make a, a quick comment. You know, I, I I I don't want to venture too much into WrestleCast territory because the audience may not want to hear that. I will okay. just say this: uh, I the roster is okay, but. Where the hell are the new are the new wrestlers at? They inside. I didn't hear nothing about Adam Cole. I didn't hear nothing about Andrade, C, and Almas. And I guess that they're gonna wait to talk about that stuff whenever they reveal the next batches, which is yeah. fine. Let's but uh, I think it's a, a given that you already know these people are gonna be in the game, the ones that they mentioned. But
3: Delisha's there, but okay.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, that that's shocking. Um, and I would I would also add that Apollo Cruz needs to not be on that list because he needs to get released from WWE. But that's another <laughs> that's another topic entirely, different. So,
3: Alicia, but that's another another time for another podcast.
1: Yes, yes. Well, well we're definitely going to be talking about that more in depth. Yes. Um, and we will we'll talk about it on here as well. I'm sure of that because I'm pretty sure everybody in here is going to pick up the game, including Gary. So, yeah. We'll keep that
2: in <laughs> mind for future reference. I actually forgot to mention uh, uh, something. I played uh, yesterday. I actually played uh, WWE 2K18 with a few friends, and oh. it was it was actually kind of fun. Like if you if you don't take the game seriously, and just you know you just see it as kind of a, a mess around party kind of game, it can be fun because like we played Royal Rumble mode, and you know we just like basically. Um, when it, when whenever someone gets tossed out then you get the next character that enters the rumble and stuff like that and yeah. that can that can be actually pretty fun if you play with friends and stuff but um if you were playing it solo i could see how it would be very boring and uh probably not that fun so i think it's a game you kind of have to just not take seriously and play with a few friends to really enjoy just see it as a party game basically
1: i i, I think i think you make a good point maybe, maybe that that mode is fun but uh that my career mode is complete garbage. And we'll, and remember, a lot of, uh, we'll say what? They're
3: revamping, they're revamping it.
1: Remember?
3: <laughs> they're changing things.
1: Hey, they, they say this every year. So we'll, we'll have to <laughs> see whether or not they're going to be accurate. I, I know one thing the game has to be phenomenal now, right? Because the cover athlete. So if he the game is, know, is trash, trash. <laughs> we'll say what?
3: He didn't even know he was the cover athlete. They broke it to him like the day they were filming.
1: No, oh, wow, terrible, terrible. <laughs>
3: really? I'm excited. He even said, "I don't play video games that much."
1: Wait a second. Well, that we'll see. Well, okay. So that that's a false storytelling with that, because they made it seem like this guy is a gamer. So that's interesting.
3: It was like, oh, he's an avid gamer, but he gave this, like this review, and he was like, "I'm on the road and I'm busy all the time." Like they play like like the Switch or something, but they're not like diving into 2K territory, like uh, Pokemon Go.
1: Yeah, and and I know Mr. Lugo also says horrible game, so,
0: um, <laughs> those games. So we'll are see hard. what happens. I wrote the guide for 2K17 and 2K18 on IG, and I could confirm that those games are not that great. I have no faith in any 2K19, any fun, or any good whatsoever. Well, it's just, I will, I, here's the thing. Like I've always said, the the wrestling simulation games or games that try to be a simulation of what they show on TV are just not that great. They're just not fun to play.
1: Well, well, I, well I, 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 will, I will just say this. Just be glad that they didn't ask you to write the guy for the Switch version, because that version doesn't That was broken yeah. practically. Yeah.
0: Like, that was not a fun version to play. And so, there's
3: been an update. So far, it doesn't look like it's coming to the Switch.
0: Oh, Thank
1: God! I, no lost there. <laughs> Well, that's good. That's good because uh, 2K needs to be held responsible when they make bad, mis- bad uh, mistakes with this stuff. So, yeah, since they are the publisher, you know, you. Yeah, that company is garbage too. But 2K is the publisher, so they got to take some responsibility for that. Um, yeah. But we'll see what happens. But that's good news, you know. I can't wait to tell Adam. We have to talk about this on WrestleCast because I know he he will he cannot wait to hear all of those wrestlers that are confirmed for 2K19 because he will be getting it day one. I know that for a fact. <laughs> yes. But uh, any final thoughts before we wrap up today's show? All right, so that concludes our quick uh, co-op for today. Uh, I do once again apologize. We were unable to do it Sunday, but uh, had quite a bit going on work-wise and and life stuff as well, so I, I, I needed the time. And I thank you all for your patience. We will be back again next Sunday, and I'm pretty sure there will be a lot more things to talk about, so stay tuned for that. But uh, as for shout outs, Dana, do you have any shout outs that you want to give?
3: I'm shouting out any developer that wants to take over WWE No Mercy Remastered. <laughs> shout out to you.
1: We'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see if they if they are able to actually do that. To be determined. <laughs> uh, Mr. Lugo, any shout outs from you?
0: Yeah, uh, I just want to give a bunch of shout outs to everybody that we saw at E3 not too long ago. Obviously, we didn't really get to say that. Uh, It was a lot of fun. It was a hell of a week uh, being out there in LA covering the show, seeing the conferences, seeing all the people that we met up with during appointments, our colleagues, friends of the website, friends of the show. Whole bunch of great people. Thank you also to all the people that helped celebrate my birthday out there at E3. Because again, I'm turning 30 this year. So it's really cool to at least do that with everybody out during the show in the hecticness of everything that was going on. Also, a big shout out to the guys over at Gakucon. Uh, they had me over, uh, go over to the Gakubash here uh, down in Florida uh, right before they shipped out from Miami because they were going on their cruise for their convention on a cruise type of thing. But big shout out to them for having me over there to be as like a guest and just chatting it up. I got to see Phalan over there, which we saw while we were at PAX East uh, earlier this year. They were actually had their game on display, so that was pretty cool seeing them there randomly too. It's kind, of, it kind of like a small world type of thing, but it was pretty cool. Uh, and again, just shout out to all my friends and colleagues. You know that again, have been checking out the website. Have been checking out all the stuff we've been posting up constantly. All the new reviews. All the E3 coverage, all the E3 content, all the previews, all the interview stuff. If you guys got to check out the Soul Calibur 6 and the Jump Force interviews that I did with Man 9 Amco, thank you so much. And again, I hope you guys enjoyed that. There was a lot of cool information that was uh put into that, you know, when I was talking to the producers of those games and everything else, you know, everybody that's just been checking out the streams, checking out the co-op podcast, uh, the patrons, obviously, and everything else. You know, really, we really appreciate. All the support that you guys have been giving us before E3, after E3, all this stuff. It's been great.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I think I had some technical issues there temporarily, but we're good now. Yes. Uh, So as for me for shout outs, I want to give a shout out to all of you for being here today. Yeah, everybody on the panel, uh, Dana, uh, JJ, and Mr. Swaby, appreciate the time putting together this show at the last minute. Uh, Shout out to everybody. Uh, who will either be listening to this on the download later. We appreciate the continued support. Shout out to Mr. Max Muller, as well as Tatiana for the work that they've also been putting in with the uh, preview, so on and so forth. And Mr. Max Muller will be back. You know, we know he just moved. So congratulations to him, but uh, that's pretty much it for me for for shout out. So uh, Gary, the floor is now yours.
2: Yeah, man. First of all, I just wanted to say, you know, uh, I think Dana, you know, you need to make a Kickstarter page for no mercy. Get the ball rolling. You know, so if you need some help with that, then let me know. but <laughs> but yeah, um, big shouts to all of the Patreon people, you know, all the people that support us on Patreon. We had to make sure we got this show done, you know, one way or another, because, you know, you guys support us and we appreciate that. So, you know, we will, we'll always try and make sure there's a show if, you know, if it's not a holiday or something like that, or an emergency. So yeah, um, big shouts to M Collins, Sean Goretti, Stephen Ferron, Mauricio Aguilar, Himdil, Fergus Mills, Miguel, and Antonio Rogers. We thank you all for your support and everyone who listens to the show and, you know, everyone who downloads it, subscribes on iTunes and everything like that. And, you know, big shouts to the Throwdown crew And everyone at the coalition that's putting out hard work, you know, the whole E3 team and everything like that as well. So, yeah, that's pretty much it from me.
1: Sounds good. Yes. So once again, thank you all for your continued support. And we will talk to you all next week.